0: What sing?
1: No, <laughs> I would just say welcome.
0: <laughs> welcome back to the Backstairs Podcast. I'm Janelle.
2: I'm Aaron. I'm John. But wait, Janelle, why are you? Why are you here?
0: <laughs> well, Scott is not. Oh, Scott is at the ice capades <laughs> <laughs> or at the ice caves. <laughs> <laughs> as we have decided sometimes
2: there's ice capades in the ice caves maybe. maybe so yeah
0: he'll have to he'll have to let us know next week how that went
2: i distinctly remember the conversation with him going Did you have to go on without mm-hmm. me and then yeah yeah hmm. yeah but we're fortunate to have you to uh help us out and jump in
0: yeah happy to uh fill in but um there's someone else here with us as well
2: we refer to our number one fan, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, best fan, and all that, and all that stuff. You want to try that again? <laughs> no, I don't, because that's what I meant to do. Okay. <laughs> because the person we have us with <laughs> with us is indescribable.
0: She is. She's beautiful.
1: And she's talented, and but Aaron, she's it, she's uh, beautifully talented.
0: Mm, yes.
2: She's been here before. You know her. You love her. Kristen Searles Brackett. This is where I put the uh,
1: applause button. And I, Thank you. Thank you I very much. I accidentally hit the ba
3: Erin! Well, <laughs>
1: Kristen,
2: <laughs> it is good to
1: have you back.
3: I am so excited to be back. People
2: like yourself are probably wondering, but she's already been on the show a couple times. Why is <laughs> she here?
3: Yes, I did ask myself that a couple times. <laughs>
1: that's fair (laughs) why (laughs) just why
3: (laughs) I figured you guys have gotten enough of me over the past few months (laughs) never (laughs) never
1: no definitely not we've uh, we've been talking to people we've been
2: talking to a bunch of people Mm -hmm. right we're starting our season strong and hot and ice capades and and uh, they have a lot to talk about but you have been a reoccurring topic that people have been chatting about any idea why
0: all bad things was it? No,
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> have so listen. many things I can think of.
2: <laughs> no, but coming off of uh, your second directorial, you know, uh, attempt, or I don't know what it would be, but
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> success. How about success? Your, your, your second success. directorial success.
3: Maybe third uh, time will be a charm. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty fifth
2: annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, but yeah. That was quite the show.
3: Yes. Super, super fun. Oh, sorry, I stepped no, away. No. Oh God. Um, yeah. I uh, it was even more fun, dare I say, than the show that cannot be named. Um oh, we
1: switched it. Yeah. So now no, spelling be oh, the show. This is
3: now the show we can't name. <laughs> yes. You can say spam a lot again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, at the time of this recording, we haven't released any episodes yet. Mm. So she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I don't know that we yet. We have running jokes already. Yeah. Oh. All the jokes you Damn. don't know, but yeah. You're welcome. So,
3: Thanks a lot, guys. I know. <laughs> I,
1: we feel really bad. <laughs> or I feel really bad. I don't know. They they probably don't. No, but, no
3: I can see it in their faces. They I, don't really uh, feel bad.
1: <laughs> no, we decided that uh, since we we recorded the first season... Right after Spamalot, and we talked about Spamalot pretty much all season long. Right, um, that we're probably going to be talking about spelling bee
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all that's season. That's, and th- so
0: far, that and, has been the case. Well, th-
1: to be fair, we've only had spelling bee people on mm. as guests, so it's something we have in common. Right, right, right now, I'd like to think we could put a, like a little bit of a pin in it tonight not
4: like
2: never go back to it but i i really feel that uh you were kind of you had a lot going on yeah during the show i did and in some ways was that overwhelming i mean me honestly i mean you were killing it but you had a lot of irons in the fire
3: Mm. it was overwhelming until i made the decision that there were certain things i had to let go of once you know because then i there was a point where I had not yet become Rona and, mm. I, and there was this moment in the middle of the night and I was like, dude, you are not going to be able to do this <sighs> if you do not shut everything else mm-hmm. down and become that character. Um, and even though I knew what I wanted to do, I hadn't developed any relationships with any of the other characters on stage. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So
3: I needed to stop the director piece and become an actor. Mm -hmm. And, um, the minute I did that, it was a lot easier actually to direct, Mm. excuse me. Um, because I was, I was in there, I was on the stage. I was, I was no longer my face in the, in the, um, in the script or in anything Mm -hmm. that I had written out, I was feeling and living in Mm -hmm. the moment. And, because of that, I changed things and, um, they became better. I think, you know, because what I saw, Mm -hmm. um, or what I saw in my head didn't feel right when we put them in Mm -hmm. place. And that was because I was part of it. Yeah. So it was a unique experience, Mm -hmm. not something Mm -hmm. that I would recommend all the time for anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, I would, I wouldn't change it for anything i really wouldn't
2: um to to get some context you 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 started directing the show and then the the actress that was playing rona had to step away for health reasons and you stepped into that role and oh my gosh i mean it was great Mm -hmm. it was i I, yeah i I wish uh things had been you know gone otherwise for you but i don't know i still think you stepped up to the plate and Mm -hmm. you killed it
3: yeah it was it was fun um and And it's a part I have always wanted to play. And it was something Mm. that when I pitched the show, I knew I wouldn't be able to play Mm. as a director. You don't ever, ever envision yourself in the cast. Right. Um, and you shouldn't, yeah. you know, um, And I know, and I think last season I talked about, I have worked with a director that put himself in a cast (laughs) and it was, it was awful. And, um, so maybe that was helpful in this situation Mm -hmm. because I knew what I didn't want to happen to everybody else. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, it was, um, it was wonderful. It was wonderful to be Rona. I, I, again, wouldn't change it. Yeah. For anything, um, and I think the show was a completely different show than it was in the very beginning, um, the way it was cast, yeah. And um, it would have been good the other way, mm-hmm. but uh, I think it really turned out to be a great show,
0: yeah. Everybody brings something unique, yes, to each character, yes.
3: Mm. So, yeah, yeah. I struggle with improv, even though I love improv, <laughs> I I get in my head too much. I won't let myself do some of the things that you really should do in improv. And I've been really trying and working towards that. Mm -hmm. But for Lori, it's just like second nature. It's just something she does and she can just do. And I just am in awe sometimes when I see her do it and even Scott and I'm like, God, (sighs) I wish I could do that. You know, I'm just, I just think too much. I just can't let it come out. And maybe that's because, you know, I think there's an HR person standing behind me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I forget in theater there's no HR, right? <laughs> you were HR. Uh, some, sometimes. <laughs> so yeah.
1: John was our HR.
3: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nothing to see here. <laughs>
0: you were the Toby to Kristen's Michael Scott. Goodbye, Toby.
2: <laughs> and uh and then on top of that, I mean the second show, we have your uh wonderful husband Matt, who's kind of become like a
1: theater lover out of the blue what is that, with that all about he's, he's like a theater geek now
3: yeah mm-hmm. that if i'd known that i don't know if we'd gotten married i mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding did he come to every show every single show and he made a t-shirt at the end pants for president <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like but he sat he never sat in the same spot <laughs> you know twice he was he, he came home he's reciting the music He's reciting the words like different things. And I'll say something and he'll like, he's like, oh, aren't you all business? You know, stuff like that. And, <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, it was, it's just ridiculous. It's
2: hilarious. At the cast party, you know, we have a, a rotating, uh, you know, a song playlist going of songs from musicals. And every song that pops up. Hey, John, what, what show is this from? <laughs> what, what was that show about? And, <laughs> and I was like,
3: who are you? What, ha- 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 <laughs> what happened to you?
2: no but it's it's pretty awesome
3: it is fun and he and my granddaughter still they still say we were playing we had game night the other night um when we didn't have any power and um we were playing this game i don't even remember what the name is something unicorns and there's this you can turn your unicorns into pandas right Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden (laughs) you know what happens right Panda panda, everybody the whole family starts into the pandemonium and I was like, oh my God, it's just hilarious. It was just really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She so was, you know, it's fun when that yeah. sticks.
0: She was the show's biggest fan too.
3: Do you know what she got for Christmas? What'd she get? She got Olive Ostrovsky pink overalls Aww. and a big white bow like marcy that's so Park. cute was yeah. she like jazzed beyond oh my belief gosh. yeah so jazzed i feel she like just i want to give
1: it. her my cape now no oh oh, no
3: and she got one of the sharks <laughs> they found one of the sharks and that and santa breath that in her in her um stocking that so is so it's cool. really fun wow. yeah yeah Man, she loves that show and she had pictures taken with everybody so they did like a really nice uh, memory board for her for Aww. christmas
2: so, mm. yeah so uh we've had zach Balkum. oh good and uh, in for yeah, a little chat and last week we had rachel oh. and uh and both of them had talked about they were reflecting as we're kind of doing right now about how you helped them come into their character during the show in particular um and just talking about that experience of like you being able, you helping them kind of become you know that give that added touch to it what the heck Can, who was oh it oh my god
3: <laughs>
1: we've been doing this for how long
3: <laughs> should we have given the pre-show like, john's was in, ipad was
0: pinging last week <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm sitting here going it's not me my phone's muted the whole time my ipad's sitting right here
3: uh, <laughs> that's awesome
2: oh uh, yeah but I, I just thought it was really interesting that uh you know, I I can reflect back on Spamalot, and you are great at, you know, we're going into a show, especially with Spamalot. Everyone kind of knows the characters a little bit from knowing Monty Python, but going into Spelling Bee was a whole different ballgame. No one no one really knew what their character was going to be or how they were going to respond, maybe except for Janelle, uh, after knowing that character for so long. But um, even Janelle was talking about how yeah. she was able to develop her character as a show went on. How were you able to do that with like 2 weeks? I mean, you weren't Rona for very long. Mm.
3: No, but I do think that I am Rona in in some ways. <laughs> I'm still not
0: convinced that it's not you on the Broadway cast recording cuz you sound
3: exactly like her. Oh, thanks. It, it's insane.
0: Am I wrong? But You're not wrong. yeah.
3: Um yep. yeah, no, I just it's again, it's a part I've always wanted to play. I love playing those parts mm. and I love being, you know, so sweet and condescending. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, that's that's some of the I, I remember I played um, Marion Ames in um oh, swing time canteen. And she was just like that. And that was one of Mm. the things that Linda worked on with me. She's like, I need you to be very sweet, but very condescending at the same time, (laughs) you know? And, um, so those, those things are, are, um, it's fun to play Mm. and be able to, to, um, to be that way to people when you can't really in real life. Right. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I had so much fun with both Zach and, and, um, and Rachel too. I'm not ever working with Zach not knowing who he was or what he's done yeah. or any of that stuff and um and then Rachel knowing her outside of um outside of the show you know and and then her coming to me that night and saying, you know, if you really want some I would really like to audition. <laughs> and I was floored. Yeah. Absolutely floored. I was like, <laughs> are you sure? You know, cuz I was just using her as a placeholder for auditions. Um, and you know, and she's like, no, I think this is where I need to be. And she never, she never disappointed. You know, if she, if you gave her direction, she would, she'd just do it. And, um, and then there were times when she said, I just don't know what you mean. And we would, you know, we'd parking lot it is what I call. And then I was like, (laughs) um, let's put it in the parking lot and then we'll spend some time together and, and figure that out. Mm -hmm. And you know, um, to really open to those things. And, and that was really fun to be able to work with someone who's not ever been on stage before mm-hmm. in that oh. way.
1: Yeah. I, I, I know me and you had that for spam a lot where mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know anything that you're saying and I don't mm-hmm. understand it. Could you help me? And you were just like, so like patient and mm-hmm. kind. So I imagine that she got the same Mm. thing.
0: Well, I think you approach it kind of from an actor's perspective because that's what you've primarily done. Yeah. And so you can see someone like Aaron or someone like Rachel who it's their first show and what a great mentor to have also as your director, you know, Mm. someone who knows what it's like to be on the other side
3: and can kind of pull you aside and knows what actors need. Yeah. So, and it's nice when actors say, I don't know, I don't know what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. And you think it's, it's really hard for people who have done things professional. I have not done it professionally, but it's hard for people who have done things for so long that what they, what they think they're saying to people is easily translated. And it's not, mm-hmm. you know um, you, you get that with musicians all the time. Like, do not talk about diminished whatever's with right. me because it's all a bunch of gobbledygook on the page, right? Yeah.
4: Mm. Um,
3: so it's really figuring out who to your who your audience is yeah. and being able to work with them and figure that out. And then you can see the the panic in their eyes when you <laughs> say something you're like, oh, yeah, nope. Didn't say that the way it probably should have come across, you know? Um and then and then you kind of backtrack and go back and say you know that's not really what it's just like when you see me when I go I was running up and up and down the stage half the time in lot, not so much in Spelling Bee but in Spamalot because I'm like let me show you mm-hmm. let me yeah. show you what I want I'm you know I'm not great at it but I'm going to show you what I'm thinking and then I want you to put your spin on it mm-hmm. from there
1: yeah. So, yeah it was great
3: thanks it was fun I miss it yeah. me too <laughs> I miss the improv piece. I miss every night there was something different that happened. There was. And that was the piece that, um, you know, I think in Spamalot, you never wanted anything unexpected to happen, right? Because that was mapped (laughs) out the way it had to happen. Mm -hmm. And then in Spelling Bee, you had to have that stuff happen. If you didn't, there was no comedy. There was Mm -hmm. nothing, you know, it didn't move itself. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the piece of, of Broadway and shows that people don't understand every show is different and every show moves in a different way because of the way it's written and it's written for a reason that way. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I think that's, that's important. You know, we went from, to, from one very, it was a hard show. Spamalot was very hard. I think spelling bee was equally as hard, even though people that have seen it, it was, wouldn't necessarily say that but we had a you know if you were to look at those scripts mm-hmm. there was a lot of ad lib and yeah. and all yeah. those things make th- make sure this keeps working make yeah. sure that somebody spells cow right and then they don't <laughs> and, then and then they, what they do, do Right. Um, so there was a lot of that in the mm-hmm. looking at each other, like, OK, we're going to do this or we're going to mm-hmm. do that. Or, oh, my God, that just happened. And then somebody else like, OK, that happened. Let's go do this now. You mm-hmm. know, so there was a lot of that going on, yeah. which is pretty cool.
1: Hmm. That was like I don't an interesting moment the, where, where that person <laughs> spelled cow, D-O-G.
0: Opening <laughs> night. night. Opening night. Which, like, we weren't even in a real groove yet. We <laughs> hadn't had a real audience yet. And, and so for that to happen.
1: But the the, the cool part I thought about was, like, we we're all, like, on these bleachers. And I'm, I'm looking at Josh and you and, and Scott. And I was like, how is it? how are we gonna
3: i just hmm, we- <laughs> i just literally <laughs> i just literally <laughs> took my head and looked at scott like how the hell are you getting us out of this one now you know it was like and he's just like mm-hmm, yep <laughs> it was and, just really funny
1: but and then like i as i'm like wondering this janelle starts like 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 leading us into you can see the wheels the, turning this mm-hmm. song like yeah. you're like because they're supposed to spell, spell cow, and then we start singing as soon as they, they do it.
0: Well, my thought process was we react to, oh, they got cow. They spelled it right. Oh, my gosh. It's so easy. And so my thought process was, okay, they misspelled cow. How stupid is that? And it's the same kind of energy and reaction, mm. just like kind of directed mm-hmm. in a different space. You know, and that's what that's what you it's have live to, theater that's live theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I, I that's was, not the scariest improv moment that i've had to do well, so. and,
2: and coming from someone sitting in the light room watching that audience that audience had no idea yeah. that they're i mean they knew that obviously she spelled cow wrong
0: they thought that we coached her to spell and it wrong they, though.
2: they just assumed it was part of the game plan and yeah it went very well and I noticed the same thing you did too. Janelle, you were you was like, okay, I could literally see the, the wheels moving. Mm-hmm. Well
1: I could I could sense like the the rest of us like in the in the bleachers. I don't I don't know for sure, but I, I could sense that we don't know what to do. Like that's maybe I was just projecting that on everything. Because though.
3: Was, we yeah. think about what you had up there. I mean, I think you had maybe two, you had three veterans up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, KK couldn't see what was happening because yeah. she was behind the two of you. So Also,
0: KK, her character was very calm and collected. Yeah, she couldn't. It, she, it wouldn't have been her that would have done it, wouldn't, it. It would
3: have been me or Zach and I wasn't going to wait for Zach. I could yeah. see so. Zach thinking at the same time. But I could see Janelle had a plan, you know, you could kind mm-hmm. of see that and they both kind of looked at each other and then Janelle said something and I was like, okay, here we go. They got us out of it because yeah. it couldn't be us on this side of the stage no. that got you guys out of it. It had to be mm-hmm. right. you. Yeah um and josh all the while oh is sweating bullets going through his like not knowing uh, what's gonna happen oh my gosh hearing so him funny. go rachel Rachel, <laughs> and rachel with her hand stop stop you,
2: you know rachel, like, rachel was like i just told her to shut up and it was so it was so
0: mitch <laughs> it was so mitch totally totally it was perfect <laughs> oh, okay.
1: all you hear is,
3: <sighs> Look, who is it? he just skipped 70 pages <laughs> He had to do the goodbye too. Yeah, when the, we didn't expect to do it? It was, it was
0: the
1: third goodbye too. <laughs> yes. It wasn't.
3: It was. <laughs> oh my god! Pandemonium it was pandemonium, uh, but ca- it was great.
2: Capital M E X I C O. Right? Knows how you spell Mexican? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. oh man, that night was full of. It was full
3: <laughs> of everything. You killed it, though.
0: You did. It was
3: full of that if we did all the improv <laughs> that <I> day. <did>. <laughs> and it
0: was like after this, how it can't get crazier. No. Than that, no. so like smooth sailing. Yeah, we were all like, "Oh, we got this."
3: <laughs> we never <laughs> still thought of how many do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, exactly.
1: And then we went to the Saturday where I broke my knee, and mm. everybody gosh. sweated to death. So it was just different all around. Yeah, it's, it's
2: but we've though. covered that. Yeah, we have. We have. will get beat to hear that that. With a, We beat that with the horse.
3: That <laughs> <laughs> nope,
0: that has to have been Zach's episode. <laughs> and partially the one that I was yeah. a part of too. With so, the heat, I mean.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I was,
2: <laughs> so I would like to, you know, that was that was good. Spelling bee was really, really good. Mm-hmm. You did great.
1: You two did great. Are we moving on from Stella Bee? Everything have, was great. I have one thing that I would like to
2: I was literally just about to move on. So before I move on, Aaron has something to say.
1: Like if, if this is stealing your, your thunder. Just let I have know. no thunder to okay. steal. <laughs> uh, the, I just have like one question about spelling bee. Uh, you played Rona and Rona's catchphrase was, this is her favorite moment of the bee.
0: It really was, how
3: exciting. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it seems so like. Wonderful. So exciting.
1: It seems like every other like scene that you're in, you're saying, that was my favorite moment. And I'm like, I'm wondering what your favorite moment of mm-hmm. spelling bee was.
3: Oh, well, I mean, for nostalgia's sake, my favorite moment was the I Love You song. I mean, that was because that was from the very beginning, the intention was for the three of us to sing it.
4: Mm.
3: Not for me to be on stage the whole time, but for me to walk out and be able to to do that piece. Um, however, I think my the favorite moment of of as Rona and as kristen um the director, I loved the opening. Mm. I loved how we met everybody mm. and um and you could see the audience as they met people yeah. and how they really they became they were like, oh my gosh. You know, like they were already picking their winners or who mm. their favorites were. Yeah. And that was fun to be able to watch that piece. So I think that's my favorite part of the show was the opening, because mm. I, I think that's the favorite part of any show for me is when you meet the characters
4: mm.
3: and it's like the lights come up and you get those chills, those goosebumps. And you're like, oh, here we go. Mm. Here we go. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. So that was my favorite part.
0: Yeah. And spelling bee really punches
3: right in too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you just go, you just go, you just go. And it was, we tried as much as we could to have the audience not know when the show was actually going to start. Well, that was my intention of being out, talking to people, going up on stage, talking to people, you know, those types of things. So that way, you know, they, when they walked in and they came upstairs, the show had already started. They were coming to see a spelling bee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And Panch hadn't taken his Medication, so he was pretty honorary. <laughs>
2: uh, he pronounced that differently, but.
3: Panch, yeah, Panche, yeah, not Scott, Panch. Oh yeah, that's Panch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, sorry that was, that was my. I, now we can move on. No, I'm, I'm, so happy. I'm happy. That was a good question. We're spelling <laughs> B.
3: And out you're the window. out.
1: Out. <laughs> bye bye. Um, circle mirror transformation.
2: It was a great show. <laughs> <laughs> your, your
1: thoughts on circle mirror? <laughs> Wonderful. Great that was your favorite moment.
3: <laughs> I did love that show. Yeah.
1: Oh.
2: It was a good season. But Aaron, would you throw that one too? No. Nope. Season's done. Seasons? No, no. You got to throw it. Seasons oh, over. Seasons done.
3: We're not talking about that season New anymore. New season. New
2: season. Huh. Uh, and the future, right? So you serve as the vice president on the board for Oxford's Music Performing Association that we have come to love and call OPA, correct? I do. Why do you do that?
1: How dare you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, why do I do that? Why do you do it? Why am I on the board or why am I the vice president or all of, what, all of the above? Why are you
1: trying to get
2: out of it? What are you trying to do? Why? What is the purpose for you being?
3: It goes back to... I mean, I'll go back to my previous conversation I had with you guys. It's legacy. It's making sure that what we do and what we love stays here in the Oxford Hills, and that we continue to bring quality theater to these people in this area. And they know. I mean, how many times have you gotten off that stage or been involved in a in a show, and people say, "I had no idea we had such talent in this in this area." I want to say. How do you people not know we have all this area, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but really they're people that are just, they're just so enamored with what we do. Um, and the fact that we can do it on that stage is, right. is just amazing. And how many, how, how we have transformed that stage into so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, that's, I w I want to be part of that. I left the board years ago for some personal reasons. Um, I was not as invested in the group as I should have been. And I knew that. And I knew I needed to separate myself from it um, for the better of myself. Mm. Um, it, in in my wanting to be on, in shows and those types of things, I didn't want to have any sour tastes in my mouth or any of that. Um, I just wasn't there. So I knew it was best for me to step away. And to gather, you know, what I wanted to bring back to the board whenever I was asked to come back, and so that's what I'm doing now.
1: That's really big of you. There's, it's 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 very easy just to just say, to say that, like, you know, it, not that there's any prestige in being on the Oompa board, but there's a it's it's very it's very easy to stay, too. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're. It, on any board, you know, mm-hmm. you're just like, if you're not really into it, like it's okay. Like to back out, you know? Yeah. Or if, any, if anything, anything really it doesn't even have to be like boards, but it is, it's, it's, it's a lot to like, uh,
3: you want to bring value to what you're, exactly. what you're doing mm-hmm. and you want to feel, you want to feel valued as well as bring value mm-hmm. Yeah, and you want to support what you believe in. Mm -hmm. And, and I think at that time I had too many irons in the fire. Yeah. Too many things going on. I wanted to be on stage. I didn't necessarily want to be behind the scenes. Um, you know, there was just a lot of stuff going on. And so, um, when Jeff asked me if I would ever consider coming back, I was like, you know what? It's time. Yeah. I have, I have all these, all these things in my head. I know what, wonderful looks like I know what great theater looks like I know what I love I know the people I love I know you know all of those things and I want to do that and I want to be part of it and I want to continue to make sure that that happens throughout the Oxford Hills whether I'm here or not Mm.
2: well that's great because that leads me into our next segment (laughs) (laughs) segue Oh, great. You are on the board after you just said the reasons, right? But ultimately, I kind of get the idea of like the future, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not doing this to not have there be some payoff. There needs to be some payoff in the future, right? The, the, the legacy, the word that you brought up, like that is the next generation and who comes after us. And so uh, our research team, we have one. You they do? scoured the Internet scoured they looked up multiple different articles and they came multiple. up with the 10, Ten. is there 10 one two three but like 11. The, 11 the 11 ways to either like create a new theater group like tips or like to make a strong wonderful theater group getting the best bang for your buck okay interesting so somebody go through these Get little topics ride or I found, die right? People with you? You mean? And let's just have like a yeah, let's just have a conversation about those topics because I feel that ultimately that is why we're here. We want to see the community theater blossom and so yeah. Um no necessarily not necessarily in any order, but uh um, Secure
1: an LLC. Well, a 501c3 mean,
2: One would be to create strong partnerships. And that could be multiple, you know, that could mm-hmm. be just relationships or sponsorships but what are some ways do you think or do you feel that we do it well and how we can improve on it creating strong partnerships
3: well i do think that we have a strong partnership or or with w- with the opera house i mean i think the the yeah. um the relationship we have with the opera house has given us a lot of opportunity that we would not have necessarily had had we not um Partnered with them, yeah. Um, I think that we have strong relationships with sponsors, past sponsors, or people who continue to sponsor. I think the other what we don't necessarily, and it's not that we don't do it well. It's that we're a board of what thirteen people? Is it thirteen? Fifteen, now? 15 people. Mm-hmm. And I think that the bandwidth is not there to be able to do some of the things that we, our brains want us to do. You know, we have all these great ideas, but yet not necessarily the bandwidth to be able to do it. We have some people that, you know, they are able to do it because they don't, you know, they, they're not working during the day so they can do some of these things. And then there are some of us that can't because we do work during the day. And so I don't think we've really discovered a good flow for that. Mm. Um, I will tell you in, well, and you guys will know this, um, Janelle may not, but uh, you know, in 2023, Jenny and I, well, 2022, Jenny and I sat down and we did some brainstorming together and tried to, you know, really figure out what, what are our focus? What do we want to focus on in 2023? Because I think that, um, us pitching three shows plus, you know, uh, I'm not sure what we're calling the October piece, but right now it just says
2: extra, extras.
0: <laughs> a, masterpiece. a masterpiece, three <laughs> shows and one
3: masterpiece. <laughs> um, but we'll that, see who gets that. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, that, that provoked a lot of conversation and it provoked a lot of people thinking, you know, how are we going to do this? What, you know, what, how, what, partnerships are we going to have to be able to pull those things in? And so, um, so yeah, I think, I think we, I, the answer is we do have some strong partnerships and then we have some that really need to be worked on. And that really is because not because of anybody not wanting to, they just don't necessarily have that either the knowledge or, or the bandwidth to do it. And Mm. you know, that's, That's a challenge if you Mm -hmm. don't have somebody passing down their knowledge and, and allowing, um, for the group to grow, whether it's growing pains, because yes, maybe I did it this way 10 years ago, but there's probably a newer and better way to do it now. Um, Mm -hmm. and if there isn't, we still need to at least try.
2: Mm. Mm. Any thoughts from you guys at all?
3: I think that was said very well.
0: Mm, I would agree.
2: (laughs) Uh, The next topic would be don't just focus on the theater. And what I mean by that is that, yes, we are a theater group. We have the community theater, but there are a lot more. There's a lot more built into just putting on a show, right? There could be cultivating a generation. There could be cultivating different skills and different roles. And I guess my question out of that to you would be, uh, how, well, it would be a big question there. <laughs> Maybe the same thing as the first time, what are we doing right? And what could we do better?
3: I think, and again, that we've had this conversation, I think we actually had this conversation as a group at our cast party. And then I rolled it over into a, a bigger conversation with Jenny, um, that, you know, and I even talked to you um, you know, to some of the other members about it that, that have been with the group for a very long time. And, um, and saying, you know, in having conversations with the group from Spelling Bee, I have come to the realization that we do not explain things well. Um, those of us that Hmm. have been on the board for a long time, because again, it's kind of like you, Aaron.
4: There's Coming a to the
3: theater new.
4: Yeah.
3: Right. And I asking, I'm asking you to do this as a director and you not knowing the why or even understanding what it is I'm asking you to do. How is that going to, how are you going to develop as a care as a, as a character? Right. And mm. so how is a board member going to develop if they don't really know the why's behind why we do something? Um, we are very quick sometimes as, as a group, um, the tenured people in the group to say, because, Oh, we've already tried that or, um or we, it, that's not going to work. And instead of saying, because blah, 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 it's shut down. Let's yeah. move on. Mm. And, um, and, and this won't come to anybody's surprise, you know, to Jenny's surprise, because that is really a conversation I had with her. It's like, yeah, you know, I just feel like there's this view, this vibe out there that we, are exclusive and that we don't really um, that we don't share our knowledge and we don't want to be like that. We don't want to be known like that. We, we don't want to be upper echelon theater yeah. group. That's not what we want. Um, and so I think you'll see some of that changing in 2023. That's Awesome. That's good. That's exciting.
1: There's nothing that I like, I, cause I've, I've been in a couple like, I don't know, like planning groups and stuff like that. And, you, know, you throw out a suggestion and like, Oh, we tried that. It didn't work. And like, or like, Oh, we don't do that. Right. Or like nothing makes me more frustrated hearing that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, why? Or right. like, well, did you try it like this? Or did you just try it once? Or it's just like, there's so many like, mm-hmm.
3: well, <sighs> and you think about it. Even technology has changed so much yeah. since we've become, you know, um, uh, we were doing spelling bee and, and I'm, you know, in my head, I'm like, we need, what are we going to do with sound? In my head, it's sound, right? It's not sound like what we're doing right now here in this room, Mm -hmm. which is what we actually had. You went, you, you looked at things, you figured out what was going to be the best. You put some boom mics down, you did whatever those mics were, you know, like the, the things that we think we cannot do, um, when we say we cannot do them, we have now capped what we can do. And we haven't even looked into the possibility to be able to say, oh my gosh, we can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and I think that's where sometimes we cut our noses off to spite our face because we either it feels as though it's too much work, but we're actively working on getting people on the board to be able to do these things Mm -hmm. for us or to bring a different, um, perspective or a different, um, you know, talent to the board. We don't yeah. want actors. Not that we don't want actors. <laughs> we hate but actors. We hate actors. <laughs> We've got plenty of actors and actresses and singers, you know, in the community, but we have these people that are, that can really bring, um, a you know, and there's this niche that we don't necessarily have filled. And, and that's what the nominating committee is really tasked with and trying to figure out what mm-hmm. those people are, who those people are. and, And I think we all have to be really open and honest as board members, you know, about these people. Not oh, I really had fun with Janelle, so I think she needs to be Mm -hmm. on the board. You know what I mean? That's
1: yeah, it's not a social club.
3: It's not a social club. It's a work. It's working. You know that all of us here in this Mm -hmm. room know how how much you know it takes to to do something. And um, you know, I just I think that that is important for us to remember. I'm putting my watch on theater mode right now, by the way. (laughs) Um, I
1: was was curious, like how much of that was like autopilot where you were just like talking and like doing something else. That's kind of autopilot too. I I, I couldn't do it. I'd be like, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs)
3: Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my feel. That's what I got for that answer. I don't know if that's a good answer or not, but that's a great answer. Good answer, good answer. Good answer, good answer. No whamers, no whamers. Do you need to
2: take any type of break?
0: I would like to take a break. Yeah. Uh,
1: San panegrina One of the best drinks that I think I've ever had in my life. The bubbles. Talking about the bubbles.
2: San da. When you buy a can and you pop
1: the top welcome freshness into your mouth.
2: Get it in multiple flavors, such as Heronica Rosa.
1: And others, kind of like that.
2: When we mentioned when you pop the top, there's a... (sighs) In 16-ounce, 12-ounce, sometimes bigger...
1: 11.15 11.15 fluid ounces.
2: You can always get the perfect amount of San Pellegrino.
1: When I think of San Pellegrino, I think of being outdoors <sighs> on a big table filled with Italian people eating spaghetti.
2: When I think of San Pellegrino, I think of my grandmother and her amazing. Spaghetti and meatballs.
1: Mm. Sam Panegrino. When you want to feel a little more Italian,
2: made in Italy.
0: And that was that was Aaron, right? It was. Yeah.
2: yeah. He's known for hitting those high notes. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, he was the master tenor in spelling bee. You was
2: you were the lead tenor
0: which is mm-hmm. shocking the
3: only tenor but you were the lead tenor <laughs> not a tenor at all but you the were, lead tenor you, what,
2: though. you were hit you were hitting the notes and you <laughs> could hear them and they were great
1: so mm-hmm. right. harmonies were filled so <laughs> i was i was close to them at least I
0: don't know.
1: <laughs> man Great to be back. That's ah.
0: such a fire theme song, too.
1: Man, I uh, I can't wait to hear it again. I'm gonna
0: we put- could we could play it again real quick for you if you want. Hit the track, Aaron. It you know would
1: be really fun, actually. Now we're
2: talking about this to maybe like record three or four, and then to throw them on our Facebook and get a poll and let our anyone that's our fan decide.
3: One fan. That's me. Mm-hmm. Let
4: Kristen decide uh, <laughs> <laughs> what our theme song is. Yeah.
3: That's a low estimation of the podcast, Kristen. <laughs> no, we
0: said let our fan, and I was like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so are you talking, we record a cappella versions of ourselves doing it, and we're voting? Something for- rough,
2: right?
3: <laughs> or you could do like, was it uh, Weeds, where they had the Little Boxes song done it's the same song, but it was done in different genres every time. Oh, yes. That's pretty cool. I could pull out the penny whistle real quick. Wow,
1: I'm loving it. <sighs> yeah, so
2: uh, Kristen, it's great to have you <laughs> join us tonight. I'm super thankful that you were willing to. Um, so, yeah, wait a minute. Janelle, is the... <laughs>
1: Guys, it's being recorded now. It it, it, it doesn't work. We can't do that
4: anymore. (laughs) No, but
1: Janelle, I think the flap on the mailbox is up.
4: Oh,
2: (laughs) it's over there, Janelle. You can't see the flap behind the camera. Hang
0: on, hang on. Whoa! I just pulled this out from behind the camera from the mailbox. There was a mailbox with the flap. Here it is. We have fan mail that says. The Backstairs Podcast. Care of Kristen Searle's Bracket. How did they know that you were going to be here? It's like Santa Claus. That's oh,
2: amazing. Gosh. Yeah, let's uh, let's open that wow. up. <clears throat>
0: let's see what it says. This is a letter from Sally Jones. Oh, wow. Friend Sally of the Jones. podcast.
3: Letter from friend Sally. Of the podcast.
0: It says, Kristen You have had such a successful performing career on stage and now you are out front directing. How is that going for you? Are you missing performing? As a fan, I sure hope you never stop singing. Aw, Sally. Sally. Thank you, Sally. Hopefully you uh,
2: send more letters in from you. Kristen, what do you think?
3: I will never stop singing. (laughs) She won't have to worry about that. (laughs) She wanted to know if you were missing performing. Um I did not think that I missed performing until I did spelling bee. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, mm, yeah, I kind of miss it. So uh for me the right show comes along then it will be I'll be back on stage. Game on. Mm, game on. I think there's a until musical then,
2: coming up this year, I don't know.
3: Is there? Yeah. <laughs> Clue, with the musical. Mm. Clue. <laughs> it's like, uh, just going to that. <laughs> misery. Misery, the musical. <laughs> misery with musical. Wow, that would be great. Oh
1: my gosh!
2: So we're back to uh, asking you more, more questions about you know reflect, uh, not reflecting, looking to the future, and what we do well as a theater group and what we could improve on, and uh, so yeah, more questions from our research team. The next one, you know, we kind of already talked covered, but um, we've covered in in the past. I, last time you were on, but um, find space on the cheap. So right, right now, we have a partnership with the Grange. So in a lot of ways, that benefits us, but there are also ways that that kind of keeps us in a certain box sometimes. And uh, what are your what are your thoughts on that?
3: Um, I think. I don't know that I agree a hundred percent with that. I think, I think we having a home is, is wonderful yeah. for a theater group. Um, and it allows for us to do the outreach, out- out- outreach, the outreach that we will do, you know, um, being able to be part of the parade, being able to, um, do some of our workshops that we've talked about doing, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, y- being able to do whatever that thing is we're doing in October f- with you the masterpiece? Um, the masterpiece that's what we're gonna call it that's right um and you know some of our our Valentine stuff that we did at the um in South Paris I think by having a home it allows for us to do those pieces uh and we're not if we did not have that relationship with the grange and we didn't have such a really sweet deal with them. And, um, they're just very hospitable to us. If we didn't have that, we would be constantly looking for our next place. So Mm -hmm. we aren't, we, we don't have to do that because we know we've got the space. If we didn't have the space, we would be having to find the show. We'd have to find a director. We have to find producers and then we'd have to find a place that could house all that. Mm -hmm. And, and then when you have to put your, um, when you put in for the, um, the you know the rights you know those types of things yeah. you have to figure out how many seats are you going to have what's the yeah. price going to be so i think by having that relationship that, that tees us up for success for Mm -hmm. those shows and allows us to do all the other things. Yeah. Um, which we haven't done a lot of, we've not done a lot of recently, you know, because Mm -hmm. of when COVID hit, we kind of stopped doing those things and we put ourselves in the box of two things a year, Mm
0: -hmm. not really
3: doing much of anything else. And I think now again, looking to the future, I see as we start revitalizing our groups and our teams and our, and our, our, um, Um, our relationships, we will see more of that happening. Mm. Um, I think we'll be bringing more people that have that expertise in, um, not necessarily onto the board, but onto those committees and to be able to pull in so that there are committee members that keep us within our bylaws. But at the same time, we have people that have that talent that they bring to us To be able to say, no, you can do that. No, 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 no. You can so do that. I've got this, 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 and this, you know, let's, let's work on this. Let's talk about it. Mm. And then that person that is on the board is the person that's making sure we're staying within what our boundaries are supposed to be.
1: Yeah.
2: So I should clarify a little bit what, what I meant, what was that there are certain things that we just can't do. Oh, yes. And
3: you I personally, if I was asked no that fly, question... There's no fly zone, you know, those yeah. things. <laughs>
4: this <laughs> is a like no a
2: white, fly. We're like the White so. House. <laughs> if I were asked that question, I think it kind of forces us to be a little more creative.
3: Oh, absolutely. You know, but still, yeah.
2: there are challenges to being a little bit restricted on space mm-hmm. and our backstage and just the stage itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so absolutely. Yeah, I, I was more saying like, yeah, we are very fortunate, but there, was, there are challenges mm-hmm. for sure.
3: Definitely. So. And then there are shows that... We can't do there. We know, you know, I would love to be in, you know, whorehouse, but I can't be in that at, the Grange. We can't do a two, just to you know, clarify not best in a whorehouse. Right. Um <laughs> the yes, musical. <laughs> the best little whorehouse in Texas. Um, I tend to call, you know, plays by their yeah, <laughs> just in this better. one
0: situation, I feel
3: like it you, really you're is. Correct. But yeah.
2: for the people listening, like my mother in law who have no context at all
0: <laughs> no. She's gonna be like, What? Never have
3: our your... Um, yeah. So, um, and there's, there are a lot of things that you can't do. You know, we couldn't do Peter Pan. We couldn't do, I guess we could do Miss Saigon, but that would be, that's for that different be, dit dit, reasons yeah. that we shouldn't um, do no, that but one. When you think about staging and you know what that looks like, yes, you have to be really careful what you can pitch and what you can have on that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, And, and we know what we can and cannot do. However, we did have a giant rabbit on the stage Mm -hmm. and we did swing from the rafters on a rope. So yeah, there are some ways that we can get creative. Like you Mm -hmm. said, I would argue
0: that, you know, five, 10 years ago, people would have said you couldn't do spam a lot on that stage. And I would argue, I mean, I had the argument, we can't do drowsy chaperone on that stage when I, you know, I tried for years to get them to do that show and they were like you can't, it's too big. So, I mean, yes, there are limitations, but
3: you just have to you have to be creative. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. John said, there there's going to be another level of creativity that has to come out if you really want to do something. Mm-hmm. If you can if you can think about it and get it done. I mean, I I said to Aaron, I don't know, in both shows he had some suggestions like, well, if you can do it, let's do it." <laughs> so, you know, um, and yeah, so.
1: I mean, we had a spinning set of a spinning bleachers. set of
3: bleachers, right? Mm-hmm. People would not have ever known. Nobody looking at that set would have known that those bleachers were going to spin, yeah. or that that rope was going to come down and that Camden <laughs> was going to go across the stage. So those are the things I like to do, mm-hmm. especially on that little stage. That's what those are the the moments when people are like, oh, my God, you just did mm-hmm. that, you know. And um, that's that's the exciting part mm-hmm. of, you know, you sit there and you're like, oh, my gosh, how are people going to react? Because I know what's coming, right. you know, that type of yeah. thing.
1: And there's something I think um, that's that, that's helpful when you're creating inside a box, it, like all of a sudden, like it's so hard to create when there's limitless mm-hmm. options. Uh-huh. Then you're like, Oh, what color do I choose out of the whole entire spectrum? Like, right. you know, well, it,
0: it, it's even simpler than that though. You know, you're choreographing a show and if you don't right. have any kind of box to fit it in, how many people can fit in the row? What can we do? You know, like yeah. there's, it goes both ways. I feel like,
1: no, it, it, I I just think it's, yes, it's, it's difficult, but I think at at the same time, it also, it's helpful, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's parameters, there's, there's these two things, you know, left and right, your, your box is this and it's helpful. And it also like kind of sucks sometimes when you want to try to do, you know, Fiddler on the Roof.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. But I mean, you think about it, you know, uh, we had, well, I was going to say Ernie's arc, but that's not the name of the show, but we had, uh, paper maker. um, paper maker, we yeah. had an arc on the on stage, yeah. you know, or, or we had, you know, the smell, Dan actually used a, a saw <laughs> so we could <laughs> awesome. smell cutting of wood. So right. again, like, like you said, it causes us to be creative and, mm-hmm. and to have all of our senses, um, you know, you want to be, you put yourself in that, the audience member's shoes Mm -hmm. and you want to have them remember something. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we were pointing out the, the similarities of, of Spamalot and, um, Spelling Bee because I very rarely, well, I've only directed two shows, but (laughs) you know, people are entering from Every entrance and exit, you know, yeah. there are people down or dancing in the in down into the audience, you know, yeah. the, the uh pits on stage, all kinds of different things. Um, but that's how I I love theater that really pulls me in mm-hmm. as as an audience member, and I'm not just sitting there fanning myself with you know with the uh the program with the program, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to where what's happening next? Yeah. What, where what am I going to look at? Where am I going to be? That's that's mm-hmm. me. That's the way I like it, and so that's the kind of theater I like to put on.
1: And also, another great thing about the Grange is it's really intimate.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's like there you're, isn't you're, a
3: bad seat. No, no, there, no, there really. isn't.
1: You're what? Where you like the furthest you can be away from the stage is what? Maybe thirty feet, feet somewhere yeah. in there. It's like it's it's really close and like you can, and you don't have to like turn your head very much to see the whole space. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. everything's right there. Yeah.
3: And for the most part, they've been pretty open (laughs) to the things that we want to do. Yeah. Um, You know, but I I will, will say, you know, in the very beginning there was a different group of people there. Um, Now the people that are in part of the Grange, they've, they've come to, I think not that they didn't appreciate us before. I think there's just more of that understanding Mm -hmm. and more of that collaboration. Mm -hmm. Um, They were a group that was a little bit, and, and they, it's not that they were closed off to the community, but they weren't doing as much of the community outreach as what they're doing now. Yeah. So having that building you know, at one point just had n- nobody in it, really. They were having their meetings, but that was it. And now you see a lot of stuff happening there. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting. I think yeah. not just for us as Zumba, but as the, for the community, um, some things have stayed, some things have not, but, um, yeah, I think that's, you know, that's, it's a, it's a good thing. I think we, we, they have helped us as much as we've helped them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I want to skip through a couple because I don't like them. Okay. <laughs> Our research team failed us. Failed. Oh,
3: um,
0: we need to fire them. The interns, the interns are
2: fired. Mm-hmm. However, I would like to take a second and talk about these two right here. Yes. Because they brought something to Spelling Bee that uh, that we desperately needed, and they were able to get it, right? Youth
1: and beauty?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. I'm-
0: beauty, youth. youth. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> And, you know, so my next topic would be like branding. And the, part of that, I feel this season in particular was the marketing and the social media presence behind Spelling Bee.
3: That's important. Uh, and I know Huge. you and
2: Janelle had a lot of conversations between the two of you and just kind of come up with like, a, you know, the, the vision for that. And uh, personally, I'm just super thankful that the two of you were able to do what you did for one. But it can't always fall on. Aaron, and Janelle, Correct. Right. So in the future, what, I mean, we've had a little bit of conversation on the side about maybe like a social media person, but how do we do that better? How do we improve on our brand? And I would encourage you guys to to have, because I mean, I feel like right now Mm -hmm. you guys are a huge part of that. So
3: I think I, yes, that was huge. The, and I think we, it's one of those things that I will always expect from, from my show. So you two should always be teed up. Okay. Um, but, uh, you're hired. <laughs> Um, you'll always, always be part of that production team. Um, yes. I, it's an, it's important that we stay consistent. Um, it's important that we push just as hard every show, mm-hmm. not just, yeah. you know, not just my shows or, mm-hmm. you know, those, those that we're invested in personally, And that was, that was a conversation. I know you and I have had that, John, and that was one of the things that we talked about at the board meeting as well is figuring out what does that look like going forward? You know, does every, does every show have their own publicity person or do we have a publicity person for the whole season so Mm -hmm. that it's consistent and they're getting the same caliber of of, um,
1: quality, quality, you know, yeah. the, the quality and, of the, yeah. the
3: outreach and, and, and all of that, because if, if you don't, and you have somebody who's like, Oh, I'd like to try that their sense of, you know, doing a, could mm-hmm. be a, you know, a boomerang of somebody doing something <laughs> rather than, <laughs> um, you know, really taking some quality pictures or really promoting it in what it says, you know, all of those different things. So I think it's important that if we, as a group decide to either hire somebody, or we have a group of people that we use that those people are consistent in what they're doing and that we promote that show. We try not to do anything in addition to it that kind of breaks that chain, you know, because every it's kind of like here at the podcast I'm every Monday I'm waiting to see that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if i then all of a sudden see something completely off the cuff and I'm like wait what no I was waiting to see this that that breaks that momentum that you have going yeah mm-hmm. and so I think that and we know that we all experienced that in spelling bee um and so it's not a surprise to any of us mm. that we had a moment and we picked everything up and then mm-hmm. we moved on but we learned from that and so we want to make sure that we put those things in place so mm-hmm. that when it's off off season, you know, there's not a show necessarily ready to be plugged that though, that's when those other things happen. Um, so that we don't, we don't want to go dark completely Mm -hmm. in between shows because then you lose your, you lose your momentum and you lose your audience. Um, you want to always see what's happening. And, um, so that's what my goal is Mm -hmm. to be able to keep, keep moving and moving forward. Mm -hmm. And whether it's the same people or not, we need to be able to train, just like the, just like the producers, we need to be able to train people to do that Mm -hmm. piece of it because there's a lot of creative people, (laughs) (laughs) but there are creative people that would love to either, you know, be mentored, you know, or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, if you work as a team or whatever that looks like, but just figuring out, you know, we know what good looks like. Let's keep that going. Mm
0: Yeah. Yeah agreed
3: does that answer your question it I th- does
0: yeah i think branding is super important and as someone who has worked on branding for like multiple different mm-hmm. companies and businesses and stuff like it's more than just taking a high quality photo or creating a high quality graphic it's like Crafting captions, there's like a level of professionalism that Mm -hmm. has to go into it. And you have to know, like, what is the message of the business that I'm promoting? What is like the level of professionalism? And like, how, you know, how casual can I be in what I say and what I'm putting forward? Like, you know for my own personal social media I'm a bit more like yeah casual whereas for the library where I work it's like you know it 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 has to be a bit more not posh but like you have to be refined. a bit more, you have to be a bit more refined in what you're putting forward in the caption mm-hmm. and so I think I would suggest having one person who does it, whether it's just like season by season and, you know, maybe you change out who that is per season. But I think if you want to have, you want to have a unified vision, you want, if you want everything to be the same and regimented
3: across the board, it's just easier to have one person. It is. Yeah. Do that. Well, it's easier on that person. I would say, I would think, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's kind of like the year that I did the online ticketing. It was easier for me to do it for the whole season. Um, rather <sighs> than just do, you know, one show yeah. and then yeah. try and explain it for mm-hmm. the next person. Yep.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, and then that way you knew for consistency sake, it was the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I think that, again, I think those are some of the things that we are working towards and to have suggestions like that is huge because we don't always ask for those suggestions, mm-hmm. um, because we think we know yeah, what we know, mm-hmm. obviously, and we don't really always go past that, mm-hmm. um, and ask for, for more.
1: Yeah.
2: And then I think the final thing that I wanted to talk about, we've brought up a couple of times with other people, but uh, we have bills. Mm-hmm. We have things we need to pay for. We had we a conversation did. with Rachel last week about musicians, the pit. Well, if you want quality in your pit, unfortunately you have to pay people, which is we'd love to pay them millions, but we don't have that. Right. Right. At the same time, that's revenue coming in. That's sponsorships, That's advertisements, that's ticket sales. And, uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot by the time you add up the, what, you know, the expenses are and what you're bringing in. It's hard to balance that sometimes.
3: It is. Yeah.
2: And a topic that, I mean, it, it, it's a reoccurring thing that we should, with Umba, consider raising our tickets, raising those ticket prices. Um, so that's a conversation itself, but I feel like there are sometimes <laughs> things that we have to do on our end, right, to earn that ticket price. So. I guess you. My question would be: like, do you think right now the caliber that we're at, we should? You know what I'm saying? Like the, the the caliber that we give out, does it does that equal raising prices? Do you feel that to raise prices we have to raise? You know what is that balance? What what do you see there?
3: I am. I'm probably the minority. I don't necessarily think we need to raise prices. I think we need to, our ticket prices. Um, I think that we haven't necessarily gone where we need to go with sponsorships. And I think Mm. there's another route with that, that we Mm. have, we have, you know, a group that's looking at that piece of it. Um, Just because we've got, even if we had professionals on the stage, I still would say, if we can afford to have those ticket prices, that price, then that's where I would stay there. It's not, you know, those next couple of dollars, is that really going to get us more money for the musicians? Not necessarily. Um, be it's really the relationships that we build on the backside, um, with the sponsorships and the, um, donations and those types of things, um, that come in that help us support those pieces, Um, What we're giving back to the community is, is a lower ticket price. Um, They're going to see fantastic people that they love on stage. Mm -hmm. And, and at the same time, I know this sounds silly, but we don't want to make a lot of money. As a group, um, because of what well, because True. we're a five Oh C one three right or five O whatever that is C C three P O whatever that is. Um, <laughs> That's it. That's it. But exactly. at the same, time, you know, so we kind of want that number to be We, zero want that new, we just exactly. want to just balance. We don't want to go in the hole, but we want to just you know do it that way. So um, I think that our outreach needs to be with our partners and and then you know just having the community. Be able to. I, if it were up to me, nobody would pay a ticket price. You know, mm-hmm. I would just want them to be able to walk in and see a quality show and to just love what we do and and bring their kids. So their kids are like, oh, I want to be on stage, you know, and just and, and be able to get that. Yeah. You know, I think so many people don't take their children places because it's expensive. Yeah. Um. And how are they going to act or how are they are they really going to like it? Those types of things. If I buy a $10 ticket, it's $10, you know, and I don't really care if my child likes it or not because it was $10 that yeah. we spent. Um, and so that's, that's the way that I look at it. Mm. Um, so I'm one of those people that I kind of, I rally against raising the ticket prices just for that, for that reason. Um, especially being, you know, a mom with two kids mm. at one point wanting to make sure that they get everything that they, that they could for culture. Mm -hmm. And right now, everything is just so expensive. I'm not behind bringing those ticket prices up. That's a
2: really interesting way to look at that. I don't think I've ever heard anyone really bring that up before. So that's cool. Thank you.
3: Mm -hmm. You're welcome. (laughs) I don't know.
2: (laughs) No, I I think it's great. I I, I think you're right. You're the minority. I think it goes against a lot of what other people are thinking. But at the same time, you bring up a point that I don't feel like has been brought up enough. That, you know, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. You're correct. Nonprofit. So we don't want that number to go high. And the other time we do it for the love of theater to bring mm-hmm. it to the area. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I I think I really appreciate you being brave enough to say it when, you know, you're in a room oh. full of people that probably think <laughs> otherwise. Well, so, I,
0: <laughs> I also think you you still want to accomplish the same thing. You want to be able to bring in enough to pay people for what they need to, you know, right. to be able to pay the pit musicians and to be able to put on high quality shows and to rent the costumes. You're just talking about bringing it in through another means another than way. raising the ticket prices. Right. So we're all united in the same desire. It's just how we yeah. get there. How
3: you get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the other piece is that people don't always understand if they're not on the board, you know, about raising ticket prices. You raise your ticket prices, you have to pay more to do a show.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Um, so we keep our prices where they are and we don't, you know, we don't have to pay as much to mm-hmm. them to have a seat, you know, butts in the seats. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Sure. We, um, a
2: couple dollars more. Yeah. You're bringing in 15 to $2,000 over the course of a run for sure. But your rights are going up a thousand bucks. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's you're correct. Yeah. yeah. And so. it
3: could, it could, you know, it can make or break you. It could make it so that, Oh, I can't do that second weekend because if it's not going to be, As successful of a show, you know, if you can't budget your house for 80% or higher Mm -hmm. because you're not certain because your ticket prices are higher, what are you going to do with that? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, but if you can go after, not go after, but if you can partner with people on the back end and get those, those people who believe in you as a group and want to sponsor and want to be part Mm -hmm. of that, that's where, that's where that's going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, we advocated for our for our musicians to get more money this time around and that will stick. Um, we brought it through the board and that will stick. It was ju- that's just, you know, one thing that we've moved through. I think we'll, we'll, we'll start looking at those different pieces more and more. And this time around we brought a new musician in. Yep. Um, and so I think that's, that's in itself exciting, you know, that we can actually get new people on stage. We had, well, this time around we had, zach we didn't know um and then we had the uh natalie come in i'm not, i know we know her mm-hmm. but still she'd never played for us so i think it's that mm-hmm. those pieces when you have new people come in and be part and want to come back mm-hmm. that's yeah. exciting
2: i was really impressed with the board too for i mean we just kind of threw it out there like hey we would <laughs> like to not only change it for this show but We're make like, it let's just for do the it the future and and there was no, I mean, there wasn't a conversation. It was, just, I mean, there could have been. And it was just like, yes, we need to do this. So yeah. that was yeah. a good, good moment. It was so. a good
3: moment. And it will be great moving forward. Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah, still not what they're worth, but no. a step no. towards no, 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 no. trying no. to at least, mm-hmm. you know, appreciate and, uh, you know, pay for their gas and their 290 beverages.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, they're Same. Applebee's yeah. oh, yeah, beverages. Oh, yeah. Because Applebee's. 290 didn't stay open. Ryan, 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 Ryan. Uh, I love Ryan. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: That's a good point, though. We
0: would love you more if you stayed open.
3: Absolutely, Ryan.
2: Just a little bit more. Yeah. Just if they stay open, though, they get everyone else's runoff. You, you know, you got to think about that. If they're open past a certain time, all the other places in town, they're getting all when they close. They're all going to two ninety. So.
1: That's true. We just need, as like a collective... Can we have commu- like an as, underground? A speakeasy? A, a speakeasy.
3: We'll, speakeasy. Mm-hmm. We'll Tonight like, has as, a basement. Make her, it into a speakeasy.
1: As a community, <laughs> we'll just say that 9 o'clock closing times is too early.
3: Way mm. too early for this community.
1: We'll just, Especially we'll with just the young that.
3: groups that are around here. Like, really? But, hmm.
1: Yes, but there
2: is another crowd in town yeah, I know. that likes to stay past that point and
3: they can stay in Applebee's
4: <laughs>
2: you know who you are I digress
3: sorry <laughs> yeah, they are not listening oh, if so you
0: much are,
2: Applebee's <laughs> enjoy your half price
1: apps half price apps I'm trying to think Santa of
0: gummies <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think of who go who who we know goes to Applebee's, but us uh, it's, just, it's just us.
4: All of the two ninety
0: employees after they close.
2: Kristen, any yeah. final thoughts from you at all? Anything you want to just get off your chest? I feel like I've tried to give you a chance to kind of get some topics <laughs> lately. Um, I tried to, you know, pinpoint some conversations that you and I have had and but anything that
3: No, I d I don't think there's anything I want to get off my chest except for I just um I'm excited about the direction that I, I feel OOMPA is going in, in 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, We've, we've done really well with doing the um, production surveys afterwards, um, trying to take what those, what those surveys brought to us, um, do some, you know, wrap up with the producers, have tough conversations with people about stuff. um, And really, treating it more on the back end like a business um and yeah. it, at the same time enjoying what we do but knowing that we have to do some management at the same time mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that's happening um more and more uh and i think you'll see that we will all um enjoy you know some of the things that we're going to be doing in 2023 um going forward i wish i had brought you know some of the groups that we broke it down into but uh we've got yeah do i, have, have, I it? have them right here yeah hey, um, we've a got a we've got a musician and theater group that's you me and danielle
1: mm-hmm.
3: um we've got some
1: yeah
4: tech lights, group.
3: tech group we've got a house a group. outreach group right a house know. group so and we've really we've broken that down through the um, through all of us that are, you know, the board members. And then we will be bringing people in from the community that once we've been established those groups and um, that have that really can step in and, and give us more of their input and help help work mm-hmm work um through what those are and i think that there's that any um you're gonna see mary ellen's doing with norm um some of the chair um the chair the chairs. <laughs> <Finally. laughs> um you know the chair campaign's gonna come out i'm Gosh. excited about clue um i've been at some to some of those producer production meetings um We have a new um, director coming in, not new director, but a new to us director, Mm -hmm. people that I've talked to about, you know, are you auditioning those types of things? You're seeing some of the some of those veteran people come out because we are doing a winter show, which is not normal for us. Um, so I think we'll see, you know, I think we're getting our momentum back and we're just going to have to keep pushing through that and, and supporting that, which mm-hmm. is the reason why I took off this year, um, from directing, yeah. um, and, and it's not the only reason, you know, but it just, it, I felt like, oh my gosh, you know, we're, we're getting to be in a good place now. I want to help be that engine behind that and help with that piece of it. So
1: that's important.
3: It is important. It's important for us not to lose that momentum. Huge. It is. I mean, we really have to tee ourselves up for, um, for success in the future. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing right now. Now that we've come out of the COVID scare, you know, mm-hmm. and not doing anything, and then we only do the two shows. We're really one show. We ended up doing one show and then we went right. back to two shows, and now we've got three and a half shows. A masterpiece. And a masterpiece. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's exciting.
2: Yeah, no, it is very exciting. Um uh but thank you You're for welcome. being here tonight. Um yeah. do we have a question? We don't have any questionable person among us tonight. What the yeah.
3: heck? Um, well, no, mm. he's at the ice capades. He's at I the think. ice capades being questionable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm,
2: questionable wherever he goes. So.
3: <laughs> but I am we- drinking out of your glass, Scott. Oh. Just saying. So you know. Cheers, buddy. Oh, cheers. cheers.
0: Oh. Cheers, Scott. Aaron, do you have some Here,
3: you can cheers with my water if you You've want. You've got your sample of them. Sam and <laughs> <laughs> <San Panadino. laughs> To Scott. To Scott and the Ice Capades.
4: Being outside with your grandmother's spaghetti.
3: May your questions be questionable. <laughs> Always.
4: <laughs> so
1: so
2: did we have a special guest with us? Or,
0: um,
1: I th- Should we get you awake so you can be... <laughs> Is our good friend
2: Jan Alex Trebek here today? I this was tonight?
0: told that it was requested that our buddy Jan Alex Trebek make a return tonight.
2: All right, and here with us we have the one, the only Jan
0: Alex Trebek. Do, 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 do. Okay, uh, All right. Our game tonight is hot takes.
4: Hot takes, hot takes. Hot
0: takes. I want your spicy. Juicy takes on some, uh, some some theatrical <laughs> topics tonight. I will I'll throw a couple at you, and if you guys have any that you think of, you can throw them out too. And uh, feel free to anybody can can play. And uh, <laughs> if you're listening, feel free to also comment your hot take. Right? Yes, we want to hear it. Yes, we do. All right, first. Hot take that I want to get from y'all: Nicholas Cage says that he would like to do a musical as one of his next projects, and he says that he is eyeing Jesus Christ Superstar to be that project. What do you guys think?
3: Oh, wow! Would
1: he play Jesus? I
0: think he wants to star in a musical. Hmm. Anybody have a hot take on that, Nick Cage musical?
1: Hmm. I think he could do it
0: yeah can he sing do you do we think that he can sing
1: i'm trying to think of the movies where he's sang in. i, I do know it, that seen at movies. one
2: point nick cage was supposed to be the next superman and he had that oh. ripped out from underneath him and the world was happy <laughs> because it happened so <laughs> i'm just going to go off of that and say that i would be very happy if someone stepped up to the plate to okay. do it okay instead of him instead of him
3: oh okay
2: <laughs> that
3: is a hot take indeed <laughs> I would just say I don't think of Jesus Christ when I see Nicholas Cage. If,
1: <laughs> <33,
2: 98. laughs>
1: if, if Willem Dafoe can play Jesus, I think that.
0: When did Willem Dafoe play Jesus?
1: He was uh, in. Uh, oh, the, he, he was Jesus, and okay. he was like one of his Willem first roles. All right. Yeah. Okay. I saw an interview. So
0: you're saying if Willem can do it, then. Willem
2: Defoe was Jesus in the movie The Last Temptation
1: of yes. Christ. Yeah. The Last yeah. Temptation of Christ. Right. Yes. 1988.
0: Wow. All right. I, then think, I so, still don't think he can do it.
1: So I think if he can do it, Nick can do it.
0: Yeah. What
3: do we think about his choice of, of musical? Hmm. I think I, I would like to see him on stage, okay. but I just don't know about Jesus Christ Superstar. Right. I'm thinking more like.
1: I think he could probably do, like, a pretty decent Sweeney. I think he's creepy. Sweeney
3: Todd is hard. I know
1: it's hard, but I think he's creepy enough that he could pull off a...
0: (sighs) There's nuance. What do we think about the Josh Groban revival of Sweeney Todd that is happening with Josh Groban as Sweeney Todd?
2: I'm all for it. You're for it? I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. I would love to hear. I, I hope that he does... I would love to hear him try something new with Mm. his voice, and uh, hopefully he sticks true to that. But yeah, yeah, I think he's going to kill it. Yeah.
3: Although... let's go let's segue into did you see the Beauty and the Beast thing when he was in that
0: the costume, the costume that they made him
3: wear was horrifying
0: was so weird it looked like, like he was wearing a carcass and he wasn't the Beast he
2: wasn't the, was the Beast he was Josh Groban yeah <laughs> it was Josh yeah. it was like a Halloween costume I know
3: I was very disappointed yeah. in, in that whole situation did you mention
2: with Nick Cage that he wants to play Ponch's pilot not Jesus
3: oh I didn't know that so oh. I just read it I Oh, okay. that changes it. I that saw does. the
2: article, but yeah, I just read that he wants to be okay. Pontius Pilate, which I think he would kill that okay. role. So I take All right, back you
3: Redact. My Superman
2: role. Yep. Uh, I still don't think you should be Superman. Uh, <laughs> Although that's a
3: hard song that Pontius Pilate sings. It is,
1: but we don't know. He might, he might be like a great singer. He it
0: could be. be like an Andrew Garfield in tick tick boom kind of hey, situation.
1: Hey. Where hey. he's
0: actually like amazing. Have you watched it? Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. So good. It is.
0: Yeah. So good. All right. All right.
1: Uh, going back on the the Sweeney Todd, I don't know I, I think he's too he's too pretty to play Sweeney. Josh Like Rubin.
0: physically too pretty or voice too pretty?
1: Uh, all, all of, the, of above. the above? I think you you can make him look ugly. Um but I think his voice
3: is too pretty for mm-hmm. sweetie. I the I struggle with Josh Groban just because again, it's Josh Groban no matter what he does. Children. Yeah. I mean even <laughs> <laughs> in Fiddler I was like, you yeah. know, it was just yeah. I I love him, mm. but it's hard because he can't change his character. Nope. Mm. And um that's hard. That's
1: I wouldn't want to direct him. Mm-mm, yeah, I, I think I'd be.
2: Although there was one thing he did the Emmys, was really cool. He sang the intros to like twenty five or thirty sitcoms or shows. Oh, did he? Back to back to back, and it was really good.
3: Huh. I like he, him yeah. a lot. I he just wasn't Josh Groban. I see, then I just don't know about him being Sweeney, just because yeah. that does need to be different. Well, that's mm. what I'm saying. That mm. showed
2: that he did have some like setting other than Josh Groban. Sure. If so, if you watch it over, like he really went outside of his box that he's in. So So, no one
0: told you life was gonna be this way. (laughs) (laughs) What's next? All right. Does anybody have one? Has anybody thought of one that they want to throw out there, or should I keep?
2: I mean, I brought one out earlier that I think that needs to be said. All right. What is it? the The '80s mega hits of "Les Misérables" and "Phantom of the Opera."
0: We're putting them up against each other. Yeah,
2: yeah. Head to head. Which one's better? Just in general. Lamez
0: wins wins 100%. Yeah. For me, there's not a question about it at all. But you have, you have
3: an aversion to Andrew Lloyd Webber. I, so. do,
0: I do hate Andrew Lloyd Webber. I think he's the worst. Andrew, if you're listening, you
3: suck. <laughs> Friend of the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no longer.
2: No, but like merit-wise, I mean, Phantom has done amazing things for the theater world. Amazing. I would
0: argue that Les Mis has done amazing things for the theater Mm. world. Also, Just because it's not playing on Broadway in the U S right now does not mean that it is one of, not one of the most popular musicals in the world still going today. It's true. Like West end is, you know, it's, it's pretty
2: great. Phantom.
0: It
2: it doesn't
3: have. Phantom doesn't have. I don't know there's just something about you hear that group of people singing mm-hmm. in Les Mis. and I I mean I've seen I've seen them both on on Broadway and nothing gave me goosebumps as much as seeing Les Mis with those group of people oh, just, the song yeah, I just Yeah I yeah. just just always all of them just they all look the part they all look miserable, mm-hmm. they all look yeah. every I don't know, there was just something about it that I just it gives me goosebumps thinking about saying. that. And I, I don't know don't what like you're
2: Andrew saying. Lloyd I mean I but yeah. I'm firm in I think Phantom is just overall the
1: okay. show. But if you are comparing the movies oh, which Miz, one? Like Gerard Butler one? Uh
0: Gerard Butler Phantom versus Hugh Jackman LeMez. Go.
1: Is is, is Les Mis all day long. Yeah. Mm.
0: I mean, neither of them are great films. No, no they're not. Okay, but... Here's Russell Crowe's what, Javert although is the I do, worst Javert of I do all love- time.
4: Are you kidding me?
3: <laughs> Javert
2: should... not That role is beautiful and perfect, mm. and he destroyed it.
3: I love Sarah Brightman, so... Yes. Her part... Yeah. Phenomenal. Is, yes. You and know, it's hard to match her voice. It is very mm. hard to mm-hmm. match her voice. So to hear anybody else do it is not...
2: Very rarely no. do you hear anyone in any type of recording of that show match what she was able to do mm-hmm. in the movie. So Yeah.
0: Well, she didn't play her in the movie. Not that the movie. was I, Emmy Rossum.
2: I know what you're talking. Yes.
0: Um, okay, here's what I want to say about Lamez versus Phantom. I think that Phantom has a level of showmanship and panache that Lamez somewhat lax mm-hmm. yeah. I think that that moment where the chandelier rises up off the stage is one of the most beautiful mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. theatrical moments that you can ever yeah. witness like your jaw is just on the floor mm-hmm. I don't think Lemiz really has a a uh, visual moment moment like, like that. that. Yeah. Mm. There are lots of um, vocal and musical moments that will give you that same kind of like <gasps> reaction. But mm. I think that Phantom has, there are a few of them in the show that like, it's a visually stunning show like masquerade when
3: they all come out. Yeah. And, and, and the, the staircase Disney. just the appears yeah. out of
0: nowhere. Yeah. Or, um, you know, when, when they're like canoeing across like yeah. the, the, uh, reflective oh, so water wonderful. on the state, like that's that's beautiful, and that's cool. And Miz doesn't really have a moment like
3: that. So you're right, exactly what that you know. is. there's the there is that mm-hmm. there's the music piece of it. And yeah. I think that's what Miz does for yeah. me is the music piece of it, mm-hmm. whereas, if Phantom you were to see it mm-hmm. and you see them both, Phantom is the one that you're going to go towards. Mm-hmm. It's a
0: spectacle. And yeah. I think that the reason maybe why it has done better on
3: Broadway is because Phantom is a spectacle and, and people- you're experiencing the yeah. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are in a theater with them, right? You're doing the whole experience.
1: yes yeah. true. That's true. All
3: Good right. Point. Good but point. still so, musically, mm, lame is.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, uh oh, I had another one and it's escaping me. Well, this
2: is Final Jeopardy, Trebek.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have nothing. I got nothing. It's time for you. Okay.
2: This is Final Jeopardy.
3: We gotta talk about Moulin
0: Rouge.
2: <sighs> so you are historically not a fan of Moulin Rouge.
0: I think it is the worst musical of all
3: time. like the all the of the it. now all on stage it.
0: or like. The movie. Even
3: all of it. I hate it. What is it you hate about it? Everything. I hate the whole thing.
0: But I want to hear you guys' thoughts. What do you guys think? Moulin Rouge.
2: I think if I could just get Aaron to edit out all the parts with you and McGregor and that was it. <laughs> I think I'd be good with it. Okay.
3: Just, just so that I could watch all the and McGregor Yeah, I, just, spots. Yeah, I just want the Ewan oh, okay. parts. Okay,
0: I thought you meant you didn't want the Ewan parts. No,
3: no. I was, I, I was pleasantly surprised by his voice. I, love I mean his
0: voice. it's not I
3: his real just... voice. Yeah,
0: it is. I mean it it's mechanical as heck. Mm, it's not his real voice. That's his real voice. Nobody's voice is that smooth. It's like he's not even breathing. Ewan's is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Show me a live recording of him singing live.
1: He's smooth like glass. I but don't
0: it. think that he's that good. He may be good, but I don't think he's that good.
1: He is.
3: Wow. I don't think he's that that's,
1: good. it's putting a lot a new reputation saying that he is...
3: Because if he's that... I enjoyed the movie. Okay. I don't... I have not seen the stage show, so I can't say that I... I I think I'll probably have a hard time seeing the stage show mm. because I like the me- movie so much. Mm. Um, But there was just something about it, about the movie that I... It, the story, I hate mm-hmm. the story. But there was something about the movie that I liked. I
0: just like... I. Th- I compare it to Across the Universe Across the they're both movie musicals <laughs> and they both feel like an acid trip mm-hmm. but at the end of Across the Universe you're like eh, that was nice whereas at the end of Moulin Rouge you're like what the freak just happened to me <laughs> like I feel ratchet as heck I don't know A little
1: violated for sure, like
0: yeah. Baz Luhrmann's direction style and it's just like let's throw all the bright colors and all the loud noises at people like all the time and yeah. I don't know it's not it's not for me. It's not enjoyable. No, but that's it gives me anxiety. But that's just my hot take.
1: Is it just the color red?
3: There is mm-hmm. a lot of red in it.
1: I mean, rouge.
3: It's true. Yeah, he's really <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Listen, he, he was, one, uh, no. it just
0: want
2: to on the we'll we're doing <laughs> that. I stand by what I said, and that was Ewan's real voice.
0: Mm. I oh. mean, it's his real voice, it's just got like a thousand layers of oh, because you've like, never had a whole studio
2: it. put a bunch of auto-tune on your voice either.
0: My voice still sounds mm-hmm. like a real voice after that, though
2: you does too.
0: Okay. In other
2: news, <laughs> Kristen, again, this was wonderful. Thank you so much.
3: Thanks for having me. Yeah. I had a great time.
2: That is wonderful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonderful. feel like we ended How on a really times really <laughs> tense note. Hey, here? did anybody see Spirited?
3: No. Was it good? Oh, <gasps> so good.
2: It was really good.
3: I loved it. Mm. Did you love it?
2: Yeah, I thought it was wonderful. What is, what is it? Spirited?
0: <laughs> it's the new. It's, it's Will, Ferrell Will Ferrell and, and Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. and they
3: sing. It's some great music in it. It's oh. a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. We missed it this year somehow. It's on Apple TV.
1: Oh, that's why mm. we don't have Apple. We don't TV. have Apple mm. TV. Mm. We we're, watched we're Ted seeing...
3: Lasso, and then we got out of there. Mm. It was really good. The musical. I mean, there were some great musical moments. A lot of tap dancing, mm. like really cool really? stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even, I wasn't even going to watch it until somebody said, oh my God, you have to watch it. And I was like, yeah.
2: Well, so, I mean, now that we're talking about that, that the Grace Kelly clip that was big and viral with the Mm -hmm. two of them was like the start of them doing this. And so they were on set when they did that. And oh my gosh, I'm, they, what they were able to turn out was really, really good. It really was. Yeah. It
3: was fun. It was a lot of fun to watch. Did you ever
2: see Joyful Noise?
3: I don't think so. No,
2: either of you. Ever oh wait, seen?
3: is mm-hmm. that? Just describe what that is. Is uh, that the... it's like
2: the um, kind of a gospel th- feel with uh, like Kirk Franklin. Yeah, and, uh, I did see that. But it has a huge. I mean, the the list of performers in it is nuts. Mm-hmm. And they do covers of other songs. It was really really good.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: mm. but the that's what I've been listening to lately. I didn't know if you had.
3: No, I have. I mean, I haven't recently listen to it. It
2: is worth listening to the soundtrack to Joyful Noise. It's great.
3: Alright. Yeah. yeah. Nice little plug there. Oh, it is nice. <laughs>
1: we just earned 10 bucks.
3: Did we?
2: Joyful Noise. <laughs> like your grandmother's spaghetti. <laughs>
3: It's, it's, what? You're going to have to do a lot of editing here. Yeah.
4: <laughs> nope.
0: It's, it's not going to edit anything. It's, it's all staying.
3: Oh, gosh. You guys are awesome. And I appreciate you having me back. You're awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for being our number one fan. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Then I hope to um, be able to talk about, about to all the, the success. Name. Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. All right. Great. Well, Janelle, where will people be able to listen to us and stuff like that? Oh,
0: there are lots of places where people can listen to us. We, we have
2: an outro. No, we do. We, we Did you know
0: that I recorded a new outro for season two?
2: No, no one told me this.
0: We have a new outro for season two. Well, I'm going to
2: stop asking you where can we find ourselves. Mm-hmm.
0: And so uh, you can listen to the outro. <laughs>
2: well, dang, they to know out. where
0: to find us. But in the meantime, shout out to Scott. We love you. Yes. We miss you. Scott will be back next week. So you don't have to look at my mug again for a little while. Oh, boy. Yeah. I know about
2: Scott being back. Not that part.
0: (laughs) Sure, John. All right. Well, on behalf of the Backstairs Podcast, this is the Backstairs Podcast.
2: I'm John. I'm Aaron.
3: I'm Janelle. I'm Kristen.
2: This has been the Backstairs Podcast.
4: Backstairs Podcast.
3: Backstairs Podcast. Backstairs Podcast. (laughs) Peace out.
0: This has been the Backstairs Podcast. You can stream the audio or video format of this episode anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at the Backstairs Podcast send us an email at thebackstairspodcast at gmail.com. Redacted!